so glad you're here today. This is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. We're talking about getting ready for Jesus, about looking beautiful when we stand before him, to be mature, to be like him, to be recreated in his likeness, which takes caring about what he cares about, being engaged with him, and letting him recreate us in his likeness. Then we will be that bride without spot or wrinkle that stands before him, and he would be so proud to look at us, to see that work that he did in us. So let's see what he has to say today about getting ready. But let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you that you're getting us ready, getting out those spots and those wrinkles, getting rid of our blemishes. We love you so much. We thank you that you're not leaving us in the dark and the dust, but you're just putting things right out in the open for us. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. So we were talking about giving to the poor and living in God's system where we don't need any need, any aid or support because we're giving. And when we give, he's going to increase us. And when we get to that place, he wants us to go around doing good like Jesus did. He wants us to do his work. He said to the disciples, Assuredly, I tell you, if anyone steadfastly, that means all the time, believes in me, he himself will be able to do things that I do, and he will do even greater things than these because I go to my Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name as presenting all that I am so that the Father may be glorified. So he's going to do whatever you ask him to do. Yes, I will grant myself will do for you whatever you ask in my name, representing me, presenting all that I am. If you really love me, you will keep my commands. And so if we really love him, we're going to care about his commands and we're going to do what he was doing. We're going to go around doing good. In Acts 10.38, it says, God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power, how he went about doing good, and in particular, curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil, for God was with him. And so we can go around and do good. And you know those, those people on the street? I want you to know they're harassed and oppressed by the enemy. So often we judge and we say, well, they can go get a job. Maybe they can't. Maybe they can't handle it. Maybe they need Jesus so they can. When, when, we are, when we have Jesus living on the inside of us, and when we get to that place where we're just too selfish, there really is nothing else God can do for us because he loves these people. And he said, if you don't give, he's not going to give to you. That's actually just saying Luke 6, 38 backwards. If you don't give, it's not going to be given unto you. If you don't care about them, then you're not going to have. And so these people that are being harassed and oppressed by the enemy, who we just walk by, some of them just can't work because the enemy has taken over and they don't know any better. They don't know what to do. Most people in church don't even know that they're overtaken by the enemy. We have so much work to do. We have to learn 
We have to learn God's way of doing and being right. We have to learn who our enemy is. We have to learn to care to the point where we'll study to show ourselves approved. We're nowhere near ready for Jesus' return. We're not ready ourselves. We're still living in the dark. My people will perish for a lack of knowledge. We're being harassed and oppressed by the enemy because we go to a church and we listen to a man that doesn't know anything. And we're not being taught what we need to do. We're being taught that you have to keep coming back to church so you can give and so you can make us rich. They're making a business out of church when they should be teaching us the truth and we should be going out and ministering to the poor, the poor in spirit. They don't know. We got to know so they can know. And so in church, if we're not teaching the truth to those who are coming and sitting on the pew and never really learning, but just be taken advantage of, how is it ever going to work? Give, and it'll be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Start there. Get in God's system. Get at his feet every day. I can only be the spokesperson. you got to go to God yourself and find out what he wants you to give, where he wants you to go, who he wants you to minister to, what he wants you to minister to that person. Get out of the church if they're not teaching you this. They're just taking advantage of you. They just want your money. They're building a business. And maybe they don't even know what they're doing. But when you get before Jesus, when you get on your face, he's going to start teaching you. And he may ask you to leave the church. It's not about fundraisers. If we were doing what we're supposed to do at church, then we would be giving, and then God would make sure we have. If you're in a church that is begging you for money and telling you they don't have, they don't have. The reason they don't have is because they're not doing that greater work. Jesus came and turned the tables. And if he were here today, I know he'd walk in a lot of churches and start turning the tables because we're not doing his work because their father is the devil. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there today. And as I said, I'm just the go-between for now, but you got to get before Jesus yourself and learn of him. Learn the truth. Don't take the chance of living a lie. Don't take the chance that you're going to stand before him that day and think because you went to church every Sunday and you did what you were taught, but yet you didn't heed his voice. You didn't get engaged with him and come, come into agreement with him and find out really the truth from him that you live by hearsay. He's going to say, I didn't know you. You 
You don't want to take that chance. Get to know him yourself. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And then you're going to say, but I went to church every Sunday, and I served in um, children's church. I did this ministry, I did that. But is that what he called you to do? What about all the people on the street that don't know Jesus? Make sure you're doing what he told you to do. You were gifted. You have a talent to go and, and do for him. Make sure that you're doing that. Don't go to church and listen to a man and not get confirmation from Jesus, what that man or woman is teaching you. Don't let it go with that because you could be forfeiting your eternity. Jesus might say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness. Do you hear him correct you? You got to hear him correct you. Revelation 3.19, I correct those I love. Get excited, be corrected. Be afraid that you might go to hell. And that'll, that'll help straighten you up real quick. Ask Jesus to confront you, and he will. And when he confronts you, that's when you're going to know the truth. And that's when the truth will set you free. Don't listen to someone else and get hearsay. Jesus gave up his life, so God's Spirit can come and live on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit will comfort you, be your standby. He'll tell you things to come. He'll tell you if you're missing it somewhere, if you're ready or if you're not ready. We're not ready because we don't know the truth. We're listening to the lie and we're living a lie. We're living on the white path. And Jesus is saying, I'm sending you out. I need to send you out. It's time to go. Go around doing good. Don't sit in church and figure out how you're going to raise money to do this or to do that or to get it to get a new sign or um, a, a, a new rug or whatever it is, Jesus will provide that when you do his work. Oh, this is a good word today. Jesus is calling us out. We got to listen. Are you going to be engaged to him and get ready to marry him? Or are you going to be involved in your church and maybe missing it on that day? You want to find out now. And your pastor or whoever else that you're putting your faith in can't tell you where you're missing it. They don't even know where they're missing it. It's a dangerous thing to trust someone other than Jesus. Let him teach you. Let him be there for you. Revelation 3.19, he corrects those he loves. You want him to correct you so you can have eternal life. You don't want to miss it. Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you will heed his voice, he will come and live on the inside of you. And then he's going to teach you. He's going to correct you. He's going to show you things to come. He's going to make sure you're ready on that day for him. Let's pray. Jesus, we repent of our way. We thank you that you've called us out today. We thank you and praise you that you're teaching us your way. 
willing to go for you. Lord, teach us. I'm willing to go for you. Keep teaching me, Lord. Keep calling me out. Correct me. I don't want to go to hell. I love you and I want to please you. Continue to correct me, warn me. Thank you, Jesus. I hope that that's your heart as well, that you prayed that prayer with me. And you got to be engaged with him, to be married to him, care about what he cares about, be sensitive to his feelings. And the only way you can do that is to get to know him. Look at the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Get on your knees and let his spirit speak to you. Let him correct you. It feels yucky at first, but he'll help you through it. It's never too hard with him. Don't trust another man. I'm not saying not to go to church, but he might tell you not to go to church if you're hearing a lie. Compare everything that you hear, even what I said, to the Word of God. Don't depend on another person. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.